0: Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, we did a show together once at a restaurant called Fucking Delicious. They put your face on a placemat. It was a total dream come true for me. Ladies and gentlemen, making his first appearance on the show, Danny Lobel. Hello. Also joining me. We have some pretty huge differences stemming from the last show, and hopefully Danny Lobel's gonna help us resolve them today. Ladies and gentlemen, making his 50-something appearance on the show, Brett Raider going to be a great show probably done, that worked out oh we're recording aren't we yes sir there's normally a lag time between when i do that intro is danny lobel going to be the first person who talks on the intro and we leave yeah, it? We, yeah we're just gonna leave that i left it once before didn't i when someone did it. i don't know why i do the intro that way it makes it seem like you're supposed to say hi you also say before the
1: intro, if it feels like you should jump in, jump in. No,
0: I was saying it, it'll feel like you're supposed to, but you're not.
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't keep a calendar of every single in- intro, like a little poster on my wall of which ones I left in people talking and which ones I don't. So Why not? I don't have that knowledge offhand.
0: I'm not going to be able to eat this banana without it being weird. I felt like I was going to be able to power through. Danny Lobell, how the hell are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. I you... look the same yeah we probably both do yeah pretty I'm much. i'm probably not dressed as nice as i normally am and i'm dressed nicer than normal yeah see it's like freaky friday <laughs> it's like we switch bodies this is your first time here you uh host a podcast That's called tr- modern day philosophers that is true it's a good podcast people listen to it thank you people listen to mine too i think they listen to yours more you motherfucker brett hit it You know the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life When all I really want to talk about is the important shit I've been up to since last week That's why this segment is called This Week in Me It's, our timing is terrible It's like we're on vacation Okay, we can fade it out because I am on vacation. I actually am still on vacation, and that's what the fuck we're going to talk about today is terrible vacations, because I'm having one. I don't actually have a column this week, so that whole conceit to the show is a lie once again this week, just like it was last week. But, uh... <laughs> what is... <laughs>
1: I'm having a bad... Yeah? I'm having a bad staycation. Yeah. I'm working, and I'm just being absolutely terrible at my job this morning. Yeah. I forgot we were recording this podcast today. I had a d- at least I remembered that, yeah, at least I remember you, for, so you
2: up. forgot last time you booked me also do you remember do you remember forgetting that? Yeah, okay,
0: just checking. I'm a, a loose cannon Danny Lobel. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to definitely come today, okay, even though I forgot like I made I rushed over here because i i I feel uh, really shitty and unprofessional talking right now, but I had a death in the family. This week, I had a breakup (laughs) like a week ago. Your
1: dog died a couple weeks ago as well. My
0: dog died a month ago. It's been a really strong stretch of time. That really does suck. I'm sorry.
1: Robin Robin Williams killed himself?
0: Robin Williams killed himself. I didn't give a shit about that. Really? No, I'm joking. Of course I cared. But I have enough going on in my own life that it probably didn't shake me the way it shook everyone else. But it was still a bummer. So we're going to talk about vacations. You've been on vacation, Brett? You went to a music festival. I went to FYS Fest
1: in yeah. Los Angeles this weekend. Yeah, I think uh.
0: I think we should talk about the worst possible vacations. And I feel like going to a music festival, even though you're not like you didn't
1: like go on yeah, vacation. I
0: stayed in my apartment. But, yeah, but it's still that's a
1: horrible destination. But I have been traveling to Bonnaroo in Tennessee for the last four years, which is a vacation kind of. I took vacation days at a job that paid me vacation days to go. To Bonnaroo? To Bonnaroo, to drive to Tennessee and then camp. So It's fun if you like it, but even then, it's not that much fun. (laughs) Anything's fun if you like it. Yeah, but it's not like a relaxing vacation. You're doing a lot of physical labor and being in pain a lot, and then you come back not recharged at all. You just are completely wiped from drinking and standing out in the sun and doing other things. Are you a
0: music festival fan, Danny Lobel?
2: Yeah, if I had money. Yeah, they're really expensive. Yeah, they're a lot of money. Sometimes I, uh, I like to go and try and get people's bracelets as they're leaving, you know? Oh, yeah. I've done that before. I'm like, hey, you, you you're done? <laughs> Can I have that? I'm just trying to squeeze it off their hand without it ripping, then you get that really stretched band around your hand. Oh, and-
1: well, this weekend, they were doing the little pull on the bands whenever you walked into something or the 21 and over tent. They would give you a little tug at the band to make uh, sure it wasn't a counterfeit oh, wow. or it wasn't removed by someone with a very thin hand. Man. Right. See? The thin hand move. I uh meet, a, meet someone, meet a girl with thin baby hands.
2: I used to do concert security. So I've been to so many concerts and as a security guard, you could go up to all the food vendors and you say, Hey, uh, you got a slice of pizza for a hungry security guard? They're like, Here you go. Get some Thai food hungry security guard. Can I get a beer? And then you're supposed to confiscate the drugs. That I so would so you like. know how that goes. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
1: How does that go? Uh, you use them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's certainly what I would do. I hid something this weekend and something. and I got a fake tampon, a bunch of fake tampons to put in my lady friend's purse to hide a, with a little tube in it. To to hide, a bunch of um, marijuana cigarettes.
0: Hide the reefer and tampons. And the
1: dude literally took out the fake tampons <laughs> out of the bag. And what we did was she put her stuff in mine. My girlfriend is an immigrant. She doesn't want to be deported. Where is she from? Australia. So I put it in mind. So I get the male security guard going through my bag. The guy had clearly never had a, like a meaningful relationship with a female before in his life. So because he takes out these tampons. And he clearly has no idea what tampons are supposed to look and feel like. <laughs> so he picks these up. And there's clear. they're just so fake. And he stares at them and... I'm bad at a lot of things in life, but I'm great in situations with security and police officers. Yeah. I was just cool as a cute. <laughs> and he just picked it up and he like shook it and he like felt it and like put it up to his ear and like jiggled it and stuff. <laughs> and then it was obvious he did not know what a tampon was or what it looked like and he put it back in the bag.
0: That's so great. It
1: was great.
2: I love the fact that you put in the word meaningful. He <laughs> had never had a meaningful relationship.
0: Yeah, what? What? How does that make it <laughs> I, meaningful? I don't know. But
1: but you I, know I know feel like t- if you have a meaningful relationship with a, woman, <laughs> with a woman, she might be like, "Hey, pass me those tampons." But if you don't have why? a meaningful relationship, why would
0: a woman say, because. "Pass me those tampons"? I believe you had a lot of in, relationships. I don't want to be in of the room. Many, because
1: you've been in love for for twenty years, and and I've never a been that filling relationship, and. It's her time of the month, and her tampons are right by your side <laughs> for some reason. She doesn't want to get up, and you just have to hand it to her. And she's
0: just going to, like, like Love hand
1: me the tampon. <laughs> so is she just, like,
0: on the couch? Just you're like, oh, bleating, shit, I'm, I'm bleeding. bleeding. you Tampon on
1: chaise
2: <laughs> lounges. I could tell he'd had a lot of relationships that lacked meaning. Perhaps he never <laughs> put the proper emotion into them. He never... Got vulnerable enough and let himself be who he was around the woman. That's what I... (laughs) We explain
0: what tampons look like, Brett, to everyone listening at home. In case any other... I don't want any future
1: security guards. So there's a rapper... There's like, like a wrapper, wrapper like with a W. Yeah, W. Okay, wrap. yeah. W. Wrapper. It's usually made of paper. That's where they this should guy, have. Well, this one is made made of plastic, so that's where this guy lost immediately <laughs> as well. <laughs> there's a wrapper, and then there's the applicator inside. It's like a plastic or a cardboard. I didn't tube. think he was
0: actually going to do this. Mm. And then He's you going put for that
1: it. into the labia. Jesus Christ! And then you push it in, and the little cotton tampon remains inside the vaginal canal. <laughs> you pull out the applicator. And they also make ones without the applicator that you just stick in. I'm really glad I asked. So uh, how was the music festival? It was all right. It was pretty good. You said it was in a parking lot. It was in a bunch of parking lots surrounding the Coliseum. It was hard on my feet. The Coliseum. The, the L.A. Coliseum. The L.A. Coliseum. It was like a parking lot next to the Coliseum. So you were like. Up, and then these two kind of grassy areas next to it. And then the L.A. Sports Arena. So it was a music festival in the most terrifying neighborhood possible. It was, I was as I was saying to a friend yesterday, it was, it was like a music festival you'd go to if you were incarcerated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think so.
2: Sometimes I just feel like everybody's enjoying the the festival more than me. I'm not just yeah. with a music festival, with any festival. I always feel like mm. I'm not doing this right. Everybody else is doing it better than me. Did you go to the uh, Festival
0: Supreme mm-hmm. in Santa Monica? I did, I did the bracelet Did you perform trick. at it? No, the bracelet trick. Yeah. Oh, did you? Is I that did. where you did it? I honestly did, yeah. I bought tickets to that, and I thought it was really disappointing for me. I didn't love it. I tried to get in the tent where Hannibal Burris, and Patton Oswalt were, mm-hmm. and I went in, and there was no one there yet, and it was going to be like an hour, so I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to go like get something to eat and come back. I came back, they were like... A thousand fucking people there, and I couldn't get in. And those were the only two people I wanted to see. Everyone else, like, I wanted to see them, but, like, I really wanted to see Patton Oswalt and Hannibal Buress. And I didn't. I saw Adam Sandler on a fucking screen while someone else's audio played.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But What no. did
1: Adam Sandler do? he just play the red hooded sweatshirt song? Yeah, he
0: just played songs. He did, like, benefit songs <laughs> for something. He always does. He's a good dude, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to fucking hear it.
2: Now a benefit for, (laughs) let's see what it says on the sheet here.
0: Earthquake relief. Maybe earthquakes. There's a big earthquake. Oh, those earthquakes. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Tremble up the, the ground
2: too much.
1: <laughs> yeah. There really is no difference between Adam Sandler and an old man from New Orleans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not much. <laughs> Except that Adam Sandler has so much money.
0: I read there was an article in <laughs> Time from New
1: Orleans is experience rich though. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah.
0: Have either of you ever been to New Orleans? I don't know. Sadly, no. Sadly, yes.
2: No, I mean, uh, <laughs> gladly, yes. I actually love New Orleans. Yeah? I just said sadly to to be repetitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get it. I loved it. Love New Orleans. Love the jazz. I'm a big fan of jazz. It was pretty cool to go there and uh, visited the Sidney Bechet statue in Louis Armstrong Park. He's a yeah. one of the great clarinet players of all time and... We went down uh, to the market, the French market there. We got some of those donuts at that famous donut place that I don't remember. Beignets. And, uh, I don't Beignets? Know. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah, they're like poofy donuts. Here talking about bad vacations, we stayed with my girlfriend's f- friend from college who had a place there. And uh, were you allowed to curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. He had a fucking wolf. A wolf. As a pet, he had a wolf. He had a wolf. This dog, I thought it was dog, comes up to me. And I felt the fear run down my spine <laughs> that I'd never felt before. And I'm, a, I'm a big dog lover, you know. And i and this thing, it looked into my eyes and into my soul, <laughs> and it let loose a growl from deep inside it. And I go, K- kind of, um, what kind of a dog is that? And he goes, oh, it's a wolf. <laughs> I go, it's a, it does look like a Wolf. He go, I go, is it a, it's really a wolf? He goes, he goes yeah. I go, so that's a wolf? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, that's a wolf. Right there, look at me in the face. And then were you like, I'm going to so, get the fuck out so of here. So I said, so, so, so you're allowed to have a, uh, you're allowed to have a wolf?
1: Oh, not legally, no, I mean... <laughs> I feel like Louisiana would be a place where you'd be able to have almost any animal legally for religious reasons. Like, oh, I'm from a voodoo, old voodoo tribe, and we keep alligators (laughs) and crows. They grandfathered it in. (laughs) I
0: love that Liam Neeson movie called The Grey. Have either of you seen that? Where it's basically, it's like Taken, except with wolves. There's a scene where him and his men are getting stared down by this team of wolves. And one of his guys goes, what should we do? And Liam Neeson says, stare back at them. Stare back at the wolves. (laughs) Then
1: then what do you do when they start eating you? Eat them (laughs) back. That whole movie is them staring at wolves. You need (laughs) to think like the wolf. If you want to beat them. Adam Sandler, wow. (laughs) What are you doing?
0: You wolves. (laughs) I still don't quite. Like, I know that movie's about wolves. But I don't know what that fucking movie's about. That movie's about dying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't know that until you know wolves. <laughs> Stare at the wolves. Think like the wolves. Be the wolves. I have a very specific set of skills. No, that's a wrong movie. <laughs> he should run that line in every he did, movie.
1: Every movie, he does have a very specific set of skills, though. That's true. Every movie's a taken movie.
0: Yeah, Liam Neeson's an answer, man.
1: I he fucking... had skills in the gray. They were survival skills. They yeah. were different than taken skills.
0: They were still skills, though. You're right. Love actually, he had skills. Was he in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I did. think we talked about that. His skill was love. <laughs> his
1: skill was love, and his skill was finding it within himself to raise this child who didn't have a mother. Who was proper use of the word actually? <laughs> Gross. Another skill.
0: I want to dance a, like a wolf. I want to dance va- with a wolf. vacation with wolves. Dances with wolves. New Orleans. Everyone's got, got a wolf. Everyone's got a wolf in New Orleans. I don't think I would want to go to New Orleans. I'm not good around massive amounts of alcohol. Well, let's find out because we have a. Full. <laughs> we have a shuttle that's going to take
2: you right to New Orleans, so let's show him what he's won. Uh, yeah, I'd go. Funny we take him there, and, and we pause the podcast, and uh, the recording, we bring him back, and we pick up exactly, well, it turns out I do like New Orleans. Yeah, either that uh,
0: yeah. or I die of alcohol poisoning, and you have to finish the last 30 minutes of this without Do you me. go to Vegas, Adam? I've never been to Vegas, either. Never? No, I want to go, but I've never been. A lot of alcohol. I know. It's free. Funny story
2: about Vegas. I was with my girlfriend there. We stayed with a friend of hers because we didn't want to pay for a hotel. They had a jackal staring me right in the face.
1: (laughs) Fucking bullshit story now. Now I don't believe the wolf story.
2: Go
0: on. I said, is that a a, a fucking jackal over there? (laughs) Yeah, you can't have a jackal here, but... (laughs) figured mm. it's vegas brett you said your parents <laughs> took you to vegas when you were 20
1: yeah my parents are like when I was like 20 years old they're like let's go on quick weekend getaway to vegas but you're that's... 20 so you can't drink gamble or screw hookers or you can still well, screw hookers at 20 oh is that an 18 and up sort of thing i don't
0: know i don't think that's
1: i don't know well but yeah, then yeah you're, you're right but, but it, don't you have to like go to the they're bar not they're even? not legal in vegas that's just reno right Word. They basically took you but on vacation are. to the Coca Cola store. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, essentially it was like go to the game works and the Coca Cola store. Mm-hmm. Fun. Let's go see Blue Man Group. I love I've Blue had Man. so Blue much Coca Cola now. When do I stop? You just keep <laughs> stay in that Coke store. We'll be back. Yeah, it was it was a. Pretty, Did you say you love one.
0: Blue Man Group?
1: I do love Blue Man Group. Well, I know what we're fighting about next week. Keep going. No, it was good. I've seen him twice, and neither of the times have been high. No, both times. Wouldn't you want to be? I think you would, but I saw them. They're delightful, sober. They got good music. Come
0: on, funny, man. Funny, funny Are bits. you a
1: fan of the Blue Man Group? Danny Lobel? Seen the? Sh- have you seen the live show? Oh, you're gonna be that way. I don't, I don't way. mean them. Don't like, judge it till you have seen it, bro. No, but I mean like them doing like a bit on the Today Show. Or like a commercial that's not oh so that's it's not better it's, it's, it's not better representative that, of what they do when
0: that bit is 45 minutes long it's better it, oh, yeah.
2: it had to have been about 15 years ago that i saw the blue man group and i remember enjoying it but i don't remember much more about it than that so i can't really answer you that brett. is a neutral positive i'll neutral take that as a positive. win for yeah
1: it. perhaps bro, bro brett
2: <laughs> you know what i don't like they're not really a group that there's people coming in and out, and you don't really know who they are with the, the blue faces. Yeah. It's, it's just a it's a rotating door of blue people. Yeah. It's not a real... That's, group. It's yeah. like Kiss, you know? They're going to be able to keep
0: that going forever.
2: That's why I don't like Kiss. Yeah. It's just a, you know, As soon as you start putting makeup on, people are, like, dispensable, you know? How
0: about Kiss for bringing professional football to Los Angeles, finally, <laughs> though?
1: Did you go to... I wanted to go to one of those games. No,
0: I, I was at Playboy a while back, and this guy behind me was talking about it, and... It sounded like the most amazing experience. My
1: buddy who writes for Vice did a thing. He went down and met with their PR people and got like a tour of the stadium or something like that. Uh-huh. And I th- and he thinks he's like probably banned from ever seeing one of those games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: did he write like a really shitty...
1: Yeah, I was just honest about how silly it was. And
0: I did that to the Blackout Haunted House. I felt really bad about it because are either of you familiar with that? It's a haunted house, but they go out of their way to make it very intense and scary. Is that the one it's where not... they
1: touch you and stuff? You have to sign a waiver? Or yeah,
0: the fir- like for the first five minutes minutes it's just you in a black room and there's someone like walking around you poking you every once in a while or they like grab you by the throat but Mm -hmm. the problem is i read so much about it that i was so prepared i went in like they're not gonna fucking rattle me Mm -hmm. and i just got really high and like i was like well i'm gonna get poked in the dark for a couple minutes and i could tell it was frustrating them but like nothing they put a bag over your head at one point and make you kneel And I just like figured out how to move the bag up with my tongue. So it's like I still wasn't like I wasn't struggling to breathe. I was just on my knees, like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm fine. (laughs) You
2: had a tongue bag strategy ready?
0: Yeah, I just, I was ready. So it wasn't that scary to me. Uh And I wrote about it and I was honest. One of the zombie women smelled like grapes. It's like, that's not scary. I'd have sex with that zombie.
2: You were taking it in so much that you noticed the aroma of the different zombies?
0: Yeah, because I wanted them, they make a point of how terrifying and authentic it is you went there to
2: disprove it basically you didn't go there to No enjoy i just went th-
0: i went there to see what it would be like
2: did you go there with an open mind like maybe i will like this
0: yeah i mean i didn't hate it i thought it was fun like when you see trailers for it or ads and you see people coming out right you think they advertise how do you the see scariest
1: it? version of it
0: yeah <laughs> they show it a lit version <laughs> you'd have to watch they have trailers and shit and there's people who've written about it it was only in new york for a long time and mm-hmm. they just started doing it in L.A. recently. The time I went, it was in, like, a fucked-up abandoned office building or something. It was crazy. Seems like it would be a lot less
2: scary in New York where that shit happens anyway in the subway.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's probably
1: just like a fucking old it's apartment people building People bumping in into York. you and ba- <laughs>
2: touching you and you're,
0: unco- and you're like, right.
1: In L.A., the, the zombies show 15 minutes late, though, right? Yeah,
0: they <laughs> give you headshots and things. It's all very
1: That's scary, casual.
0: I'll tell you what was way scarier. This is the kind of vacation I would go on. Me and Soren Bowie went to
1: Los Feliz. That's where I live. Have you been to the Los Feliz murder house? Fuck no. Never... Why? You've never been there? I don't. I didn't know that there was a murder house in the neighborhood that I lived until it's in your neighborhood. Four seconds ago. Let's go do a podcast there. Fuck no. You've never been there? Let me, let me Google this. shit. Okay, here's what happened. Are, are you familiar going with it? and they
0: murder you? Are you familiar with it? <laughs> no. What happened, there's this mansion in Los Feliz where uh, this doctor wigged out and killed his wife with a ball peen hammer. Uh, His daughter came in and saw it, and he was like, go back to bed. You're just dreaming. And she didn't, so he killed her. And then I think one of the other daughters got out. I think she should have learned to listen after seeing that. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. Back to bed, right, okay. But then he drank acid to kill himself. But Mm -hmm. after that... The family that owns the home, they've never touched it. The house is exactly as it sat on the day that murder happened. And this was, like, in the that's, 50s. That's very creepy. And me and Soren went. And you can get all these pictures like this. If you go at night and you use flash, it'll illuminate the rooms inside. And you can see that there's still Christmas presents under the tree. There's a fucking Christmas tree. There's shit on the mantel. Like, everything is exactly... As it was the minute that fucking murder happened, and for some reason the family won't sell the place. They just keep paying the property taxes. They won't explain why they've just left the house this way. Soren wrote about it. There's a column. Do you There's pay it. to go in there? No, you're not supposed to go there. If you go there, you're trespassing. So you went, you trespassed. Yeah, we. He wrote a column about it. We both went to the blackout haunted house, and I wrote about that. And we both went to the Los Feliz Murder Mansion, and he wrote about
1: that. I see, walking distance from my apartment. Brett, let's go. Hell no! I don't do scary shit. I don't do haunted houses. I don't do. Here's what was scarier for me:
0: We were at this murder mansion from the 1950s, and we're walking around taking pictures and shit. And we get around back, and there's a Ford truck from like '92. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there could be someone here right now, right? Yeah, like yeah. that. I doubt that truck was here in the 50s right but we pressed on because what are you gonna do you're in someone's yard so they didn't even
2: clean up the bodies or anything
0: i'm sure the bodies are gone but i bet there's probably still blood i bet if there's blood in the bedroom the room where it happened you have to i think break in to see it it's very scary
1: yeah it's really creepy i encourage if you want i'd walk by it during the day and probably be like i'm done yeah,
0: even then you'd look, people would know exactly what you are doing because of the way it's situated. It's like in a neighborhood, but it's on a hill. That was the most unnerving part for me was being, like, I knew people probably knew what we were there for and what we were doing. But God damn, is it fascinating. You
2: know, if that guy just wouldn't have killed his family, it would just be another house. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I wouldn't
0: give a shit about it. Isn't that? Isn't that? Strange? Yeah. Even if, even if they just left the house if that way, he would have just raised
2: a good family.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nobody would be like, "Oh, I'd love to go check out that house." <laughs> the
2: guy, he, he raised a very wonderful family. Did a great job. Look at the, how this uh, this <laughs> article starts.
0: I have a friend. Let's call her Kristen.
2: <laughs> Shut the fuck up and tell us about this house. All right. We're looking at an article about the murder house. On... Yeah. Yeah.
0: On Generation Y, Generation spelled with a J. What's that? Is that like a?
1: Oh, maybe wow. her name is Jen.
0: Boom. Oh let's, let's call her Kristen. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Okay. So neither of you want to go to the murder house Fuck for vacation. No. Fuck no. Yeah. Are there
1: reports of like haunted things happening? Like ghosts? No. No, it's just like a scary house that they haven't cleaned up. and
0: Yeah, it's just like a time. There might be some It's like, like a murder time capsule. It's a time capsule filled with horror. And it's so fun. When
2: I was a kid, our neighbor in the back was a murderer we shared a backyard with. Guy rented the house right behind us. That's creepy. He was the Hofstra killer. You ever heard of the the Hofstra killer?
0: Uh Uh-uh. Like Hofstra of college? Uh Uh-huh. He
2: killed his... um, Long
1: Island! (laughs) Woo!
2: He killed his roommate, and he was um, burying him in the backyard when I met him. But I didn't know that that was going on. Yeah. He, He had these big garbage bags, and I don't know anything about gardening so i thought they were bulbs you know bulbs sometimes you wrap a bulb in plastic sure. and you plant it so i thought these were just big bulbs for big trees so i went over and i said um, i'll meet the new neighbor and it was a friendly kid i said hey how are you i shook his hand and uh he put these big black garbage bags down i said hey i share a backyard here i live here and the guy goes oh he was acting pretty weird the last thing i was thinking was he was burying a dead body I see, so
0: you were talking to him while he was burying the fucking body yeah
2: yeah he says why don't you come inside and have a beer i said yeah okay i'll do that i said uh what kind of beer you got and he goes uh budweiser i go i i never liked budweiser i said Nah, no, no, i no. don't like budweiser i said uh you got any coronas you got any heinekens i was a kid yeah, you know? yeah 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 so uh he goes he goes oh you're you're a bit young to be picky about your beer i go uh I go, well, I don't, I don't like Budweiser. I said, give me a, I tell you what, I, I live here. Give me a ring when you get some better beer and I'll come and hang out. <laughs> so the guy goes, well, just come in for a minute. I go, nah, not right now. And then I start to feel like I don't like being pressured, you know? Yeah. Like, so I'm going to get going. He goes, um, uh, all right. I said, uh, enjoy your gardening. Well, that was the only time I ever met him. About two days later, I, I left my bike. I always used to lock my bike up in my own backyard out of right. paranoia. But nobody ever tried to steal it. So one night, for the first time ever, I decide I'm not locking up my bike this time. It's too too much work. It's stupid. Yeah. So I'm watching. It's 1130. I'm watching The Simpsons are on. And I see a flashlight because my, my bedroom was in the backyard. Uh-huh. you know the window went to the backyard right so i see a flashlight go by my window which i think i see a streak of light go by the window and i thought i heard something and i think someone trying to steal my bike so i turn down the simpsons a little bit and I, I hear a voice another flashlight goes by and i go well i don't know never mind <laughs> so <laughs> I, I put the volume back up and i'm now i see another light go by and i hear another voice i'm like they're trying to steal my bike damn it, you know, so all right, I'm getting up. So I'm in my underwear, and uh-huh. I got a butterfly knife next to my bed that I picked up in a, on a trip to Israel. So yeah. I flip open this butterfly knife, uh-huh. and I go out on the back porch. Here I'm thinking I'm going to intimidate someone. I didn't even know what I was thinking. I was just yeah. like, they're trying to steal my bike. That's it. Right. This is war. Yeah, I'm finally using this butterfly knife. <laughs> but I go out on the back porch, and I'm suddenly blinded by like a bunch of flashlight lights all hit me in the face at once. And it's just like a big burst of light. And as soon as like my eyes adjust, I see standing in front of me about seven or eight guys uh-huh. with dark blue jackets on with yellow letters that say FBI. And they got shovels. And uh, I, I'm standing there in my underwear with a I mean, I didn't expect yeah. anybody to even be there, probably. <laughs> you know, I was thinking maybe I'm being paranoid about the bike. I'm right. holding a butterfly knife. I just kind of like drop the knife and I go, because I'm always trying to be funny. I said, what are you guys uh, digging for a dead body? Because I got shovels. (laughs) Now one of them comes up and starts interrogating me on the back porch. And he goes, why'd you say that? I go, what? He said, why'd you say you're digging for a dead body? And now I start getting really nervous. I'm not like you, who's cool with police and, and uh, <laughs> security guards. I'm cool with literally zero other people, though. So <laughs> I I freak out. I said I'm. I don't know. What do you mean? He goes. You said just now. We all heard you said. Are you digging for a dead body? Why would you say that? I go. Yeah, I didn't say that. You said that. You know. I said. Yeah. That. He goes. <laughs> he goes. No, I did not say that. You said that. Now, why would you say that? Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, this is serious. Like, I this is all very surreal to me. I was in the middle of The Simpsons, and one second later, I'm being interrogated by the FBI, and yeah. I wasn't prepared for this. That's crazy. I was falling asleep, you know? Now I start, like, panicking and looking. For, I go, I, I don't know, sir. I, I said, you know, I saw these shovels, and I figured, you know, you're either d- digging for a d- dead body or for, for drugs or alcohol. <laughs> and then the guy goes, "Alcohol?" <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Who, who digs for alcohol? I said, "I, I don't know." I said, "I don't know I don't know what I don't know what's going on." you Are in my backyard? I said, "I thought you were trying to steal my bike." You know, I just I was just checking on my bike. I said, "I don't know what's going on." I was inside I'm watching the Simpsons. Everybody's here. They're digging up the backyard. You know, I don't know what. <laughs> you're Asking me all these questions. The guy's like, "All right, calm down, calm down, kid. Yeah, here's what I need you to do: go inside, close the door, and go to sleep." I'm like, yeah. okay, thank you, goodbye. So I, like, <laughs> run into the house, okay? So I go to my parents' room and start knocking on the door, walk in. My mom's asleep. I'm, sh- I'm shaking her. I'm like, wake up, wake up. I. Uh, she goes, what, what? I said, there's an FBI in our backyard. They're digging up our yard, and they've got shovels and flashlights. And she says, tell your dad. And she goes back and says, like, where is he? You know, he's not even there. So I call him up on his cell phone. He's like, oh, hello, Daniel. I go, are you sleeping? He goes, yeah. I go where? <laughs> he goes, huh? Oh, he fell asleep in the car in front of our house. <laughs> so, so he's listening to classical music with the heat all the way up, and he reclined his chair and he was out cold in front of the house. <laughs> so I go out to the front door and I I, I say, "Hey, Abba," because that's Hebrew for dad. I yeah, call him Abba like that. Abba, wake up! He goes, "What? What?" I said, "There's a bunch of FBI guys in our backyard and they're digging up our yard with shovels." He goes, "What?" What the fuck? And he just jumps out of his <laughs> car get in the house, Daniel. So I go back in the house. My dad storms in the backyard. I'm looking out the window. I'm watching like the arms fling, my yeah. dad talking to these guys. He comes in, I go, Well, what? What's going on? He goes, Go to bed. I said, You can't tell me to go to bed too. I'm the one who told you about this. Yeah. What's going on? He goes, I'm not discussing it. Go to bed just yells right. at me. I go, All right. Well I go to bed and uh I can't sleep for a while. I finally just figured, you know, whatever. Fuck it, I'm going to sleep. I fall asleep at 5 a.m. I get woken up by choppers over the house. I wake up and there's news crews in the backyard and in the front yard. And my mom's like, "This is not the way to get famous, Daniel. <laughs> Don't talk to them." I go, "What about what? What's going on? <laughs> Nobody's telling me anything." I get on the on the bus, and uh, some kids like, "Saw your house on TV this morning. We didn't. We only had the basic channels, you know. Yeah. And so if you didn't catch the news right away, that was it." So I go. What's going on? Nobody's telling me anything. They go. Are you serious? You don't know? I go. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. My mom's like, don't talk to news reporters. <laughs> Nobody's telling me anything. They go. There's a guy buried a dead body in your backyard. <laughs> I go. I knew it. I knew that had something to do with because of the interrogation. So anyway, I get a somebody has a newspaper in school and I re, I read it. I saved the article. To get destroyed. In Hurricane Sandy but I had it until then because I it was one of my first stand-up bits because I talked about it because I, I brought the article on stage with me and I thought it was really funny because well it wasn't funny but it was just a good way to deal with it you know basically um the guy had been keeping the dead body in storage for a while and then the other people in the public storage complained about the smell so he put it in his car and a friend uh, got in the car and said uh, it smells like a dead body in here anyway so uh, you know I had stupid jokes about it'd be like well you know the People keep asking me if I suspected something. I said, because then he tried to burn the body in the grill. He tried to to barbecue the body the day before while I was at school. And our next door neighbor called the fire department because they smelled a terrible smell. And the fire department came and they said, smells like a burning body. And the guy said, oh... I just moved in, and there was a dead squirrel in the barbecue, and I didn't know when I lit it up. And and the guy goes, "Well, just you know, be careful for those things. It smells." bit. so they left. They didn't even investigate. That's
0: really great police so, work. Yeah.
2: So so one of the bits the I had
1: firefighters. Was, they're not. They're no, firefighters. Yeah. yeah.
2: So so somebody said, uh, "Did you know he was?" trying to barbecue the body i said i suspected something when he asked me for two gallons of barbecue (laughs) so those are some of the early jokes i had about you didn't know anything so well my dog was running around the backyard with an arm in his mouth but you know (laughs) those stupid jokes like that i was making but but uh yeah so so that was pretty creepy and i always wonder if i would have gone in for that beer i would be dead right yeah yeah you definitely would have been murdered
0: yeah that is creepy so that's a
2: bad vacation
0: yeah (laughs) now i really want to go to the murder house (laughs) murder house we should But We have to get to the last segment We have new music for this So I don't have anything to say over it But play it anyway Does this not make you want to punch somebody in the face? This segment is called Fight Party And it's where me and Brett resolve our differences With the help of our guest And we have How about that? Yeah That's so perfect Shovels Just like in Danny Lobel's story. Okay, fade that out. That is a band called Accidents, featuring my super pal, Nicole Morris, on guitar. There's a link somewhere. You can go download that song. It's called Get to the Door. Me and Brett need to fight. Listen to this shit, Danny Lobel. Do you eat Chicken McNuggets? Uh, I eat Chicken Nuggets, not McNuggets. Oh, excuse me, aristocrat. (laughs) No Mick. No Mick for Danny Lobel. Okay, would you ever eat ketchup on chicken?
1: Yeah. What the fuck? There he is. Yeah. Why not?
0: Why? If
1: you had a chicken, if you have a plate of chicken tenders. What are you, what are you dipping it in?
2: You can Go for ketchup. You could go for a nice chili, uh, a, a nice chili sauce. What are those sure. ones? With a little
0: chili in them? Sure. My vacation just Sweet keeps chili. getting worse oh. and worse. Um, no, it's not about what sauces are good. It's about ketchup being horrible. A ranch sauce uh, might be a nice dip on, on chicken, you know, barbecue, ranch at
1: barbecue, mm-hmm.
0: right? Honey all of mustard. those, all of those things, but not ketchup. You do not put ketchup on.
1: Like, if you had, like, this isn't a fight.
0: If someone handed you, well, what's the? It should be. I feel. I thought Danny Lobel would be on my side because you're such a a a fucking weirdo. Fingers. They only have two (laughs) sauces
1: there for you, anyways. They got the ketchup and the mustard. No, they have
0: barbecue. What kind of music festival doesn't have barbecue sauce?
2: Probably (laughs) Fym
0: Los Angeles. Why?
2: Why? Why not ketchup? What's the big problem
0: there? Because it doesn't go on chicken. Is it does? Just like it doesn't work on steak.
1: Oh, it does. Jesus H. No, it doesn't. I don't do it all the time on steak. Steak usually should just be cooked so it's juicy enough. You don't need a, a sauce. Right. Yeah. Uh, but also, I could do mayonnaise on a steak as well. <laughs> all right. Well, mayonnaise what? on a steak, what? I've never had what? that. What? I, I don't do it what all the time, the but I've been known to.
0: You. That's not even a dipping. That, that's like a sandwich spread. You don't put mayonnaise on uh, steak. Like
1: mayonnaise is also good on french fries. Oh, no. Nutella on steak. That's the way to go. That would be delicious.
0: We have to work Probably together. sustainable. The <laughs> reason for this segment is we have to resolve things like this if we're going One of to. One us get
1: a shotgun. One of us gets a shovel. Yeah.
0: I'm going to get them. Cat
1: mayonnaise? Someone shouted me out on Twitter after listening to last week's podcast. Hey, Brett, I like ketchup on my McNuggets.
0: I had well. someone. someone... Bye, 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 bye. I'm loving it. I had someone, we play that every time I mention the McRib, because I talk about the McRib all the fucking time. You just mentioned it, let's do it. Oh, Brat was too into his. Yeah, we got it. (laughs) Oh, someone got mad at me because I said I wanted to read a comment last week, and then I never followed through, and it was a comment about that, we played that sound because it was supposed to be an eagle yes and someone called us out in the comments and said that's a red-tailed
1: hawk it's like it's actually a, con- a condor how do you know it's a condor his friend has one in new orleans <laughs> i was staying uh, with a buddy of mine in um and i said is that, a, is that a
0: condor <laughs> <laughs> yes and then he buried it in his backyard it's,
2: a, it's actually the sound of a, um, a young
0: falcon a castrated young falcon it's <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> this is my least favorite segment now because I thought Danny Lobel would say yes, Brett. That's horrible. You don't put ketchup the ketchup on chicken. I,
2: yeah, I, I, I would definitely use ketchup on. Uh, it's nice Dunkin' Nugget and some ketchup. It's...
0: So we're having a fight party and I'm losing. You know what? it I is like also? that.
2: It's the coldness of the ketchup yeah. against the
0: crispy Ooh, hotness do do? of the chicken.
1: What? Now if you do some drive through. They're like, would you like ketchup, you know, what, no. ranch or whatever? No. I'll usually get like ranch or something like that.
0: So you don't look like a weirdo. But then
1: I don't get ketchup even though I love ketchup. I get into fights with people. at, You know when you go to the fast food and they don't have the ketchup out like in the seating area, you have mm. to ask for the ketchup. Don't like that. They give you one packet. Stingy yeah. ketchup people. Some and the countries, they charge some you ketchup. The ketchup. Are they coming out of your paycheck or what? In, yeah.
2: France, in France, you got to pay for the ketchup. At oh. the... That. In the
1: American terminal at JFK, I got into it with a girl who worked at like a <laughs> Wendy's or something like that. She's like, "How many ketchups do you need?" I'm like, "More than one." <laughs> Arby's used Anyways, to do that. With I go sauce. home. I don't get the ketchup at the drive-through or at the thing because at home I got the Heinz in the fridge. I like the cold ketchup on my fries or my. See, donuts. I I like
0: uh-huh. I like a room temperature ketchup. I don't know why I put my ketchup in the refrigerator. I like it at room temp
1: keeps all those preservatives nice and cool yeah on chicken you
0: disgusting motherfucker yep
1: so so put some ideas in my head for the drive home
0: adam
2: likes a warm
0: or room temperature ketchup right and uh (laughs) that's all (laughs) that was that 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 was that whole bit i like that yeah okay uh i fucking lost (laughs) i can't but we're gonna talk what are you gonna you feel like i feel like you're gonna play something what are you doing oh okay i thought you had like a Sound effect queued up. Should we just play the Howard Dean scream and not explain to people why? (laughs) Okay, good. Unpopular Opinion officially has a lost episode now. I'll let everyone hear it someday. We recorded it last week with Maria Shahada and Randall Maynard. And I was too sad. During that podcast, and now I'm not going to let people hear it for. A I few thought it was minutes. all right. Well,
1: anyways, organically, we had a whole bit come up around the Howard Dean scream. Yeah, as someone someone commented about it a few weeks ago. Sorry, it's really funny, but <laughs> but now this is a bit on the show.
0: <laughs> Maybe next week we'll play that. Episode. Maybe I'll just
1: cut that part out. Just the Howard Dean scream thing. It was
0: too sad to play the episode. So sad.
2: He likes his warm ketchup and his sad, sad show. Brett's
0: a disgusting motherfucker.
2: Right? <laughs> Bread likes nice cold ketchup. So, no. And like that's like i am Happy, happy <sighs> life. He stays positive. <laughs> Goes to music festivals while Adam kills his dogs. So oh. Sad at home with his warm ketchup.
0: My ketchup's cold. No, cold. And I have nothing to look forward to. I don't. No, know. Your ketchup is room temperature. You say. I said I like it that way, but I How don't. I don't ever die? think to. Uh, she was fourteen. She was just really old.
2: <laughs> she was fourteen. Hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of dog? A Yorkie. I just said. You gonna get another dog?
0: <sighs> no, there are no other dogs. People say when, she's the only once dog. Once your dog
2: dies, you got to get another dog. No, I can't. Well, I got two dogs. I she wasn't
0: mean. my dog. She was. It was my girlfriend's dog, but it was our dog.
2: And yeah,
0: she's like the only dog. And then and your ever girlfriend wiped. broke
2: up with you. We broke up. And did it have to do with the dog? Because <laughs> that's a traumatic thing to have happen. No, no, it didn't have anything to do, do with you, the dog. Do you think if the dog would have not died, you'd still be in a relationship? That's <sighs> do you think? Do you think it's related to ketchup at all? Do you have anything to plug, Brett? <laughs> Wait, I really want to. I want to take one minute to get into this because um, because these I don't are want very to. very sad things, you know, to have ha- happened to you. Uh-huh. And, I, and I feel bad. And I, when we walked in here, you said, I want to address all these very sad things. And I thought maybe I could be somewhat therapeutic to you because I've dealt with very sad things as well. And I've been through pain. And It's always good to try and help somebody. And, and then I made a joke about your dog dying and I felt immediately terrible because I can't even fathom how I would feel if one of my dogs or when one of my dogs is going to die. So all this stuff is pretty traumatic It to, is to have had happen to you, but we kind of didn't touch on it at all. And I had a death in the family. Did I say that too? Yeah. So I wonder <laughs> if I if I haven't been a good friend to you in being here and and helping No, you've
0: been great. Helping like helping you through anything. Just of this doing stuff. doing the podcast helps. Like, yeah, that's why getting I, your mind off of it. I talking to, about
1: murders and guns. Yeah,
0: talking about murders and shotguns and shovels and. Are you going to be okay? Dogs. Probably. What are you What are you doing to that effect? To trying to be okay.
2: To what do you de- mean? To handle all this. What are you getting? Uh, to-
0: I've been at home wallowing in sorrow for a week. And I have another week of that scheduled. I'm on vacation. Well, why don't you and I get two together weeks.
2: over this week and, and barbecue or something?
0: We should. I would barbecue. A dead body? Yeah. yeah I don't know if I want to barbecue with Danny Lobel now. <laughs> <laughs> the Howard Dean scream.
2: Yeah, is this the first time you and your lady have broken up, or are you on and off again type of thing? We've broken up once before. but So, so this could go back, it could bounce back. <sighs>
0: Do you want it to? I don't want to talk about it on the podcast. Can we do you make facial expressions about it? Like do you want? It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I would talk about it in private, but yeah, not on the podcast. Okay. Why like why that, why? I don't I don't do that. I don't like You don't get personal on the podcast? I don't get personal with people I care about. Like I don't wanna bring her business into That makes sense. What yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. Like I make that a rule on stage kind of ever like it just Yeah, it, it keeps things
2: it, less complicated. Yeah, yeah,
0: like it welcomes unnecessary tension in your life. Like I, I feel that. like you sure, can sure, sure. you can get that out without putting that person up front. You need a and, hug? I'll give you a hug. Yeah, I, I mean I could probably use a hug, but
2: I won't do I it on also the podcast I, or show business. I
0: also haven't showered a, yet
2: this morning, so, so
0: I, I, I could tell you
2: I could tell you're down and I feel bad. You know, obviously you're down, so Uh, I appreciate the fact that you still did the show and had me...
0: Yeah, I appreciate you coming. We almost didn't do it. And then we decided to do it. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. And I hope it cheered you up a
2: a little bit. Yeah. Nothing else. I'm good. But uh, I think you should get another
0: dog. I might get a cat. I don't know. I can't get another dog.
2: No? No, I can't. Because of the building or something?
0: No, I just... I don't like any other dogs. Yeah, but you haven't met them.
2: You got it. You go, go out,
1: go out, just meet some dogs. You know what? That's what we should <laughs> just do. Meet some week. nice dogs. We
2: should go meet some dogs. Get week. over and a dog. dog. You got to get under a dog. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> get it. Right. I hear Let's you. Let's go look at some dogs together. I'll week. go
0: look at cats. I won't go look at dogs. I thought about getting a cat last week. I'll go cats look at. I'll assholes. go look at.
2: I'll go look at cats with you, and then we'll you, you know, know we'll veer That's why I like cats because cats are assholes,
0: and cats make you fight for their love. I like that. You have to earn it, yeah. Because uh, that's what you—that's that's what you want to be fighting for. More love now, yeah. No, then you value it more if you have to work for it. Right? You live alone? <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. Don't I sound like I live alone? I guess, well, you might have roommates or something. No, no. Well, good fucking talk, everybody. <laughs> We should wrap it up. We're getting close to an hour. Brett, do you have you know you never have anything to plug in? Follow me on Twitter
1: at Brett Rader. Spell it however you want. You might be wrong. You might be right. Listen to this podcast. Listen to Crack Podcast, new crack podcast on Monday. Woo! Plug in the cracked podcast on my podcast. I pay the bills. Do they ever
0: plug my podcast? They don't, maybe I'm I a edit cracked po- this out. I'll
1: bleep this out, sorry. No, you can leave it in.
0: Motherfuckers. Just mention mine sometime. Danny Lobel, what do you have going? on? You always have so much going on. I wanted to uh, mention the Cracked podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also, ModernDayPhilosophers.net. dot net. That's my website of the podcast that I do. Very good podcast. And, uh, Excellent. Sh- the legendary Shaky Green is is the guest that goes up today. So that'll be the, up
0: by the time everyone's listening to this.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've got this a, goes up Thursday, Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. That'll yeah. it'll be the most recent one. Nice. And. Um, just doing stand up, I'm always out there doing stand up, fighting the good fight, trying to stay alive, trying to stay positive. Yeah. Trying to fight off depression and and be be productive, that kind of stuff, you know. I hear you. So, um, were
0: you on the show where we only had 6 people in the audience? Yes. The, yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, I, right. I think I've since had everyone back in front of a normal audience cuz I know you did the show just recently and we had a really good crowd. I always have a lot of fun at your shows. Thank Even you. with the I 6 people, it. I had a good time. Yeah, we. It was like we were all part of something really sad together. <laughs> I like had a breakdown on stage. It was so awful. Hey, it's a really tough room.
2: That those are some of the best
0: growing sets. Yeah, well, it like, it breakdown. taught me that I needed to start promoting the show. Mm-hmm. And, like the next show sold out. But sometimes,
2: I mean, just being able to have a fit on stage is is great because it opens up the boundaries emotionally. You know. Yeah. I say hey I could do this on stage I can I can emote a little bit I can add some depth to to whatever it is I'm doing and and those are those moments that kind of like uh build that you know Yeah I call them the Richard Pryor moments you know you have these little Richard Pryor moments where you think hey man I could do what Richard Pryor did and then you know you
0: can't but, yeah. but whatever maybe
2: Yeah it's it's always good to get emotional sometimes on stage
0: mm-hmm. you know kick the crowd a little bit scream what do I have going on Oh there's a show September 2nd. That's the next live show. Danny Lobel, you should do the live show again sometime. Maybe, uh, or, maybe October. I'll email you dates. I'd love to do it. At Danny Lobel on Twitter is my Twitter. I meant Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And follow me on Twitter, why don't you? At Adam Todd Brown. That's Todd with one D. We're going to hang out this week. Me and Danny Lobel are going to barbecue uh jackal in his backyard, <laughs> I think. And that'll be fun. Then we're going to bury a neighbor. I ever tell you about the time I stayed with a friend of mine they had a coyote? <laughs> <laughs> were you like what kind of dog is that and they said it's a coyote and I said you're allowed to have a coyote <laughs> well not technically that's crazy that's a great story okay we should get the fuck out of here say goodbye Brett Rader goodbye say goodbye Danny Lobel. goodbye goodbye everybody stare back at them
2: Adam Todd Brown ha ha likes his warm ketchup. <laughs> When it's sipped on chicken When it's feeling down
1: Ketchup's disgusting on chicken
2: It takes his warm Ketchup And his chicken nugget blues (laughs) But not chicken McNuggets Just chicken nuggets I don't go for chicken McNuggets Cause I'm a pretentious motherfucker I don't believe it's even chicken
0: (laughs) Okay Goodbye everybody